The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the EDM podcast number 123. This week we go over some news and charts and we induct Derek Carter into our EDM Hall of Fame. A couple pieces of podcast business to get out of the way before we begin. The first is that I am doing both free and paid subscription podcasts. As for the free podcasts that you will still find on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to me on right now, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, CastBox, whichever, I will still be doing the daily Music History Today podcast where I'll still go over the music history and birthdays for that particular date. Those podcasts will still be every day for the entire year and for years to come. I will also still be doing the weekly edition and the EDM podcast for free. However, the free versions, like the one you're listening to me on right now, will only have the news, the charts, and the Hall of Fame segments. I'll explain why in about 30 seconds or so. There will also be a free Friday podcast that I will post every Friday, which will be a podcast highlight show where I take some segments from the past week's podcast along with giving you a preview of some upcoming podcasts. Now for the paid part. I now have OnlyFans and Patreon paid subscription pages. On the Patreon page, I have a couple of tiers at the moment. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcast, and the full version of the EDM podcast, which will both have the news, the charts, the Hall of Fame, the music reviews, the topic segments, in other words, the usual podcasts that you were getting before for free. I will also be adding a minimum of four extra podcasts per month on this particular tier, being Tier 1. Those podcasts on this tier will be the Top Albums Podcast, the Top Singles Podcast, and the Top Dance Songs Podcast, with each of those podcasts dropping one episode per month. 
The Music Halls of Fame podcast, which used to be free and weekly, will now be moving to this tier and will be a monthly podcast. Tier 1 will cost $5 per month. There may also be another special podcast added for that tier. It depends on the month, just to even things out. But those four podcasts that I just mentioned are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday. One of those podcasts, of course, being the daily one. For Tier 2 you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition and the EDM podcast, along with all of the other paid podcasts from Tier 1, along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month for this tier only. Tier 2 is $10 per month, and it will actually be 5 podcasts per month. The additional podcasts on this tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I am also adding another monthly podcast to this tier called the Music's WTF Moments podcast, where I look at some of the controversial, sad, and strange moments in music history. Each of those four podcasts will drop one episode per month. The Music History Today In-Depth podcast will no longer be part of the free lineup. It will be a paid podcast on this particular tier, but it will still be a weekly podcast. Much like Tier 1, It all depends on the month, but those five podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only. That's a minimum of 12 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday most weeks. And that tier, again, is $10 per month. As far as the OnlyFans page goes, that is a $10 per month subscription which will have all of the podcasts that I just mentioned because it is fashioned after the Tier 2 podcasts. So, if you have enjoyed my podcasts or you find value in the time and effort that I put into making them, then I hope that you will consider joining my Patreon or OnlyFans pages. I will post the links to all of that in the show notes. On to the news. While someone explains to me why TikTok is suddenly making sea shanties the biggest thing on the planet. Thanks, TikTok. (sighs) Anyway, after backlash from British culture minister Caroline Dinenage saying that touring artists traveling to Europe visa-free is, quote, not compatible with our manifesto commitment to taking back control of our borders, end quote, because apparently you need to protect your borders from musicians, I guess. Stupid Britain. Also, following an online petition asking for visa-free travel back and forth, the British Parliament is finally going to have their say and debate the issue. 
By the way, if you want to check out the debate, it will be 90 minutes and it will be televised on YouTube starting at 4.30 p.m. British Standard Time on February 8th. For those of you who don't know what time that is in America, uh, that actually works out to 11.30 a.m., I should say. Yes, 11.30 a.m. on the East Coast. Figure if you're from L.A., subtract three hours. There you go. 8.30 a.m. in the morning if you really want to go for it. Anyway, also, according to EU festival organizers, due to the new Brexit regulations, many British artists will probably not actually get any European festival slots because that's just how that works now that these regulations are in place. Remember that when you are actually voting Great Britain the next time. And just to add a little bit more insult to injury in Great Britain, Great Britain's performance rights organization called the PRS announced that there will be a new license cost for ticketed online events. Uh, According to their latest press release, quote, Online live concerts are a form of video exploitation. It's beautiful when they say words like that. And require a license for the same rights as any other type of online music usage. End quote. If your event grosses less than 250 British pounds, then the license is going to end up costing you 22 and a half British pounds. If your event grosses between 250 to 500 pounds, then the license is actually going to cost you 45 pounds. Anything that grosses over 500 pounds requires you to actually contact the PRS directly. And yes, those numbers also include doing DJ sets if you're making money off of them. No word as of yet on whether they include anything that's done on Twitch, which is usually either a free or subscription-based thing, depending on what you want to do. Also, no word as of yet as to whether that applies to doing events for charity, which they better not. I mean, really, that's just, well, that would be the Tories for you. God bless their political hearts. In other news, the Berlin Club Commission says that clubbing as we knew it won't be back until the end of 2022 at the earliest. That's what they figure. The Hideout virtual clubbing online experience has added Alice in Wonderland, Don Diablo, and Toki Monster to their lineup. Hideout, by the way, if you're trying to find it online, is spelled like Jekyll and Hyde, so it's H-Y-D-E. O-U-T Festival, I believe. Hideoutfestival.com, I believe is their link. Meanwhile, another virtual club, Techno Club, announced that they're going to do a subscription model after doing free live streams during the weekends for a number of weeks now. Native Instruments, who got into a little Black Lives Matter trouble for saying some really stupid racist things, has sold a majority stake in its business to Francisco Partners, which is a private equity firm. In new label news, Sydney, Australia promoter Lovejoy is starting a new label. First release will be out on February 26th. UK record label Big 
Data Records is relaunching as a, quote, label run by black people of color and minority ethnic people for black people of color and and minority ethnic artists. So there you go. End quote. Scuffed Recordings is doing initiatives geared towards women and non-binary artists. In festival news, and there's a lot of it this week, after canceling the Glastonbury Rock Festival for 2021, the festival's founder now says that they may still do a festival, but that it'll be smaller and might happen in September. They also said that the festival may go bankrupt, so half of one, you know. Meanwhile, reps for the Burning Man Festival say that it's way too early to know if there will even be a festival this year. However, Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals have both been canceled, not by the organizers, but by the Riverside County public health officials. Riverside County, California is where those festivals are both held. There are, as of yet at least, no makeup dates, although there has been talk about doing the festivals sometime late summer as things get better, hopefully. The Dutch Festival Awakenings has been postponed from June 26th and 27th to September 11th and 12th. September seems to be everybody's go-to dates this year. Electric Festival, Electric Forest Festival, I should say, has been approved for their June dates this year. So, since that's an American festival, looks like things will hopefully be better by early summer. Liking that because I have plans. Hopefully. They better be better by summer, I'm telling you. This is getting ridiculous. Meanwhile, a State of Trance 1000 festival in Utrecht, Netherlands is still scheduled for September 3rd through the 5th. Uh, By the way, tickets are all sold out for that one. Although if you have a ticket, they are offering a limited number of hotels at this point. European music revenue, by the way, was down 76% last year, and you can pretty much guess as to why that happened. Police responded to reports of an illegal rave at the Freemason Saxon Hall in Essex, England. When they arrived, they realized that the ravers were actually a bunch of 80-year-olds waiting for their COVID vaccination shots. When the cops left, the 80-year-olds went back to their rave. Listen, don't let old people fool you. I'm just saying. Those people know how to rave. wonder if they arrested 50,000 people. Anyway, let's move on. You may remember the ghost ship warehouse fire in Oakland back in 2016, which trapped people during an illegal party and killed 36 people. The main tenant, Derek Almina, had been serving time in jail for it while waiting for a new trial after a mistrial was declared the first time out back in 2019. Now, Almeida has decided to plead guilty before a new trial can really get underway. In exchange, it looks like he'll be free with time served, according to the plea deal. There is one passing in the EDM realm that is actually going to be our topic segment this week. But 
for the free version of this podcast, we will simply say rest in peace to who is someone who is definitely going to be a legend like Avicii in death as before in passing in in life. Underground pop and electronic artist Sophie, one of the most underrated, amazing artists to come along in the past decade. Sophie passed away after a tragic accident where she slipped and fell somewhere over in Greece. No word as to how that all went down. Sophie was 34 years old. Back in 2003, a Dance Music Hall of Fame was formed. It was started by John Parker of Robbins Entertainment. He enlisted the help of a few other industry vets and they held an annual dinner in New York City. They split the hall into artists, records, producers, DJs, remixers, and non-performers. They started off okay with a bunch of disco artists, but the hall only lasted for two years before they stopped inducting people. Well, yours truly is bringing it back. Sort of. I've started my own Dance Music Hall of Fame, only I'm expanding the idea. This hall will be the EDM Hall of Fame. My criteria will be any inductee who's been in the business for at least 10 years. That will allow a lot of the EDM artists and DJs in. I'm also going to keep the same categories, but I'm going to also add early influencers to go along with it. The early influencers is where I'll put the disco, funk, and R&B songs and artists because I want to make this haul heavy on dance music in general, not strictly 20th century dance music because, well, this is an EDM podcast after all. Some weeks I will induct one artist. Some weeks I may do five or ten. Who knows? This is, after all, my Hall of Fame, not an official one, so my opinion is strictly mine. It would be nice, though, if someone actually did an official Dance Music Hall of Fame, eventually. February is Black History Month in America, so it seems like a good time to remind people that before EDM became the domain of misogynistic Euro-DJs, it was dance music of blacks, Latinos, and the LGBTQ community in America. To that end, let us introduce you to a true underground DJ. Derek Carter started DJing at the age of nine. When he was finally able to drive, he DJed at clubs in Chicago like Shelter, Smart Bar, and Foxy's, all while working at the dance music store Gramophone. 
1988, he got together with Mark Farina and Chris Nazuka and put out a landmark EP that made its way to England and influenced ambient techno at the time there. Soon, Europe came calling and Derek went. Derek also ran the Classic Recordings record label, which purposely released only a hundred records before closing. While he is in demand to work on major label remixes, having worked with artists like Reichsop and DJ Sneak in the Human League, Chris remains an underground legend to this day staying as far away from mainstream success as he can, yet influencing so many different DJs and producers, especially with ambient techno. And for that alone, we induct DJ Derek Carter into our EDM Hall of Fame. It is time to do the charts for the past week, starting off, as always, with Billboard. And virtually nothing's really changed. The top dance song is still Surf Mesa and Emily's ILY. Top dance album is still Lady Gaga's Chromatica. However, there is a new top dance streaming song. This one is Travis Scott with HVME. Name of the song is Goosebumps. The digital sales song is new, sort of. It was number one, then dropped off the number one. Now it's back at number one. It is Tiesto's new one, The Business. The top dance mix show airplay song is Tate McRae's You Broke Me First for Another Week and Until Further Notice, since the dance club song chart has frozen due to, well, the club's not being open, it is still Diana Ross's Love Hangover 2020. As far as Apple goes, the top dance album on Apple is Armin Van Buren's A State of Trance 1000 Celebration Mix, mixed by Armin Van Buren himself, the DJ Mix. It's an awfully long title. Also, the top dance single is Surf Mesa's and Emily's ILY. The top electronic album is the new one from Depeche Mode's Martin Gore, called The Third Chimpanzee EP. Top electronic single is Hippie Sabotage's Devil Eyes. On the Beatport charts, the new number one overall song is John Summit with Beauty Sleep Extended Mix. As far as all the other charts go, Top Afro House is JV Colors and Dr. Alfred's Feeling Good Original Mix. Top Bass House is Buyer and Sid with No Buyer Extended Remix. Top Big House is Maddox 
activating original mix. Top breaks is DJ Fixin' on the mic with Turn the Music Up original mix. Top dance electro pop is ATB Topic and A7S with Your Love 9pm extended mix. Top Deep House is Grooves Cloud Extended Mix for yet another week. Top DJ Tools is Derverfall with LSD Intro Crazy Color Mix. Top Drum and Bass is Mosey's Knock Your Block Off Original Mix. Top Dubstep is Barely Alive in Voltra with Fusion Core Original Mix. Top Classic Detroit Modern Electro is Aloka with Concave Original Mix. Top Electro House is Julian Jordan's Big Bad Bass Extended Mix. Top Electronica is Sasha and Frankie Waz Haunted Original Mix. Top Funky Groove Jack and House is Cheesecake Boys and Craze Ibiza with My Lips. Cheesecake Boys Deeper Mix. Future House is Side Piece Together Extended Mix for another week. Top Garage, Baseline, and Grime is Sosa UK with Your Love Extended Mix. Top Hard Dance Hardcore is Spyro, Ben Nicky, Steve Aoki, and Maiki with Like It Like That Extended Mix. Top Hard Techno is Alignment's Ordinary Chaos Original Mix. Top House is Vintage Culture, Louis Vega, the Martinez Brothers, and Mark E. Basie with Let It Go, Vintage Culture Extended Remix. Top Indie Dance is Fabrication's Blue Original Mix. Top Left Field Bass is Kumarian's Want It Original Mix. Top Left Field House and Techno is Art Was Art Numerator Original Mix. Top Melodic House and Techno is Prof and Frost with Overtones, the Prof Extended Mix. Top Minimal Deep Tech is Toman with Otro Mundo Original Mix. Top New Disco and Disco is, of course, someone with the name Disco in their title. It's Disco Junkie with I Like to Party Original Mix. Top Organic House and Down Tempo is Simone Vitulo and Tanit with Pierota, the original mix. Top Progressive House is Kreider and York with On the Beach Extended Remix. Top Psytrance is Symphonics and Eddie Bitar with Looking for Original Mix. Top Reggae Dance Hall and Dub is Dub Pistols, Gaudi, and Dub Matix with Blue Monday, the Gaudi Dub Remix. The top tech house is the top overall song. Again, it is John Summit's Beauty Sleep Extended Mix. Top peak time driving hard techno is Eli Brown's Fading to Black Original Mix. Top raw deep hypnotic techno is Radio Slave's Variation Version 1 original mix. Top trance is the aforementioned Armin van Buren with Turn the World into a Dance Floor, a State of Trance 1000 anthem, the extended mix. And the top trap hip-hop R&B song 
is DJ Fix with Get It Original Mix. And that is it for the EDM podcast number 123. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, catering, basically everything is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, etc., etc. Look for them all under Music History Today when you search for us there. If you would like to support this podcast... Our paid OnlyFans can be found at OnlyFans.com backslash Music History Today. And our Patreon can be found at Patreon.com backslash Music History Today. We are also on Twitter at Music History Day. And you can find us on YouTube and Spotify. Just search for us under Music History Today. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, hey.